Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to the Be More Within Gomu podcast show. We are thrilled you are here. In our podcast series, we connect you with coaches and thought leaders who make a positive difference in the lives of the people and the businesses they serve. Our show is brought to you by the Ngomu app, available in the Google Play Store. And you can unlock your potential, your full potential, and be more uh, with access to about 60 coaches to help you with your personal development, career advancement, health and wellness, and relationship goals accessible anytime, anywhere. Check it out in the Google Play Store and search for Ngomu. Uh, my name is Al Wynett. I'm your co-host. And with me today, I will bring in my friendly Co-host is Joyce Joya. Uh, she is the CEO of the Herman Group of Companies and author of the forthcoming book, Experience Rules, How Positive Experiences Will Profit, Will Drive Profit into the Future. So Joyce, good to see you as always. Oop, and your sound's off, Joyce. Great to see you as well, Al. We try to at least sneak in one technical difficulty in every show. So. <laughs> You know, my my grandfather used to say that the day wasn't a success unless somebody had spilled something. So I guess this is the equivalent of that, right? I'll make sure my cup of coffee stays safely on my yes, desk here. So. <laughs> Thank you. So in today's episode, we're speaking with CEO and co-founder of the Mind Team Solutions and Ngomo coach Sylvia Henderson and online business strategist Atene Mastrangelo about business systems and why you need them to succeed. Joyce will be speaking with Anthony in a little bit uh, in the second half of the podcast here. So, Joyce, I will see you then. And so I'm going to say goodbye to you for now and bring in Sylvia Henderson. Um, Sylvia, welcome. Thank you. Looking forward to this. So um, I'm just going to introduce Sylvia, introduce Sylvia here first. So Sylvia Henderson works with leaders to focus implement growth strategies, and be in intentional action to build businesses and leave legacies. She has an MBA and 40-plus years of corporate training, leadership, and management experience, and business ownership. Sylvia is an author, a speaker, an avid motorcycle rider, and roller coaster enthusiast. She calls only Maryland her home with her life partner of 35 years, and she's also a Star Trek enthusiast. Uh, so, can't do that. Still can't. So, Sylvia, welcome. Great. Looking forward to this. We're talking about my favorite subject. That's why you're the perfect guest today. So um, we're talking talking about systems. So before we delve into this, I hear this these two different things sort of used interchangeably, but I think they're different. So business processes and business systems. So how do they differentiate? So I hear them interchangeably too. So business systems, a system is a structure. So it's, uh, I equate it to, it's a bigger structure. I equate it to like your ignition system in a car. Um, whereas processes are the steps, the procedures that make up that system. So in that ignition system, the engine and the pistons and the gas that makes it run, that's a process. In the ignition system, likewise, no, I still drive a stick shift, but I know in, in, in hybrids, the, the process of stepping on the gas um, brake, uh, pressing the button to start, that's a process within the ignition system. So that's a quick version of the difference in my mind between system and processes. Actually, a really good analogy. Um, so why are, uh, why are systems important? Well. They, number one, they provide structure. 
And I like, I like structure. I'm creative, but I like structure in order to make things happen. Um, it keeps you from reinventing the wheel. How many times have you done something, forgot how you did it, have to do it again the next time, forgot how you did it. So having a system in place, just you don't have to think about what you're doing every time. And in business, time is money. And then also, if you, when you finally grow your business enough to have staff and somebody leaves, which is just happening to us right now, a virtual person is leaving. If we didn't have her document the system that she's hired to, that she was hired to, to do for us, then the next person has to figure it all out again. And so it helps you with the transitioning also in, in your business. So and businesses in general start with a great idea and potentially a little bit less structure than you may need in the beginning. So where do you really start when you start designing, when you start creating systems? Dorothy. When she landed in Munchkin Land in the Wizard of Oz movie, looked at that winding yellow brick road, and she asked, where do I start? And the, and the answer she was given was, the best place to start is at the beginning. That's what. <laughs> so that, believe me, I've watched that movie every year from <laughs> since it started. It's a tradition. <laughs> Uh, so my answer to that question, to your question, is it's the same thing. Mm -hmm. As soon as you have that thought, of, oh, I want to start a business uh, or that passion that you have, that's when you envision how does it operate? How do you see getting clients? How do you see making the product or the service happen? And when you think of all of those questions, start writing down or post-it noting the steps that you envision. They may change, but at least you're starting to think about systems and processes. So in, in the big scheme of things, how do you make sure that, you know, if you start by yourself, you're one person company, it's one thing, yeah. but let's say you have groups and departments, you know, how do you, how do you make sure that it benefits the company as a whole and not just a department or a team or an individual when you create something, when you create a system? So when a business starts small, um, it's maybe you and two or three other people who are helping you start the business have, you know, have regularly, I call them at the leadership team, um, because there is no executive team when there's only two or three of you, uh, you know, have regular leadership team meetings at, together with all the people mm -hmm. who are going to handle the different parts of your business. And again, you know, small, there's only three or four of you. So have meetings together to hash out how things are going to happen in the business. Then once the business grows <clears throat> large enough and you have employees and managers and all that wonderful stuff that goes with growth, um, start listening to the frontline employees because now you're kind of separated from the day-to-day -day operations in a way mm -hmm. and but there's the frontline employees who are following your process and implementing your systems so start listening to them and giving them a forum for cross-departmental because uh for what's really working and what isn't working and you know give them empower them. I always love, I want empowerment. Well, just, they are empowered to make suggestions and mm -hmm. be open to change. So 
And I love mastermind groups, which are for people who don't know, they're kind of cross-functional peer groups that regularly get together and work through issues. That's a great forum for, as you grow, still getting input about the systems and processes because things are going to change. And talking about change, I assume systems aren't set in stone. People might think they are because, you know, if I develop something, then, of course, I'm like, oh, that's mine. No, I knew what I was doing and that's the way I want it done. So systems need to be flexible. Procedures need to be flexible. So I say that a systems, they must be structured enough to make sure that the results you want and the results that you need in your business Make sure, you know, your business is operational. Make sure um, they're serving. Make sure you're serving your clients. Make sure it's profitable. And make sure you have some recovery systems in place in case, gee, I can't imagine what what's happened lately that, uh, that a disaster or, you know, disruption occurs in your business. Be flexible enough, though, so that you might write down procedures. You might have procedures for your system. But if somebody else comes in, they know your system, but then give them a chance to maybe carry out that system with a with a, a change in the process. A example, real quick example. I'm a boomer. So when I and I'm very and I'm course development is my field. So I created process for us developing our course content our, uh, for our business. We hired an intern who is a late stage millennial. So he's probably in his late 20s. He saw what, you know, he learned what it is we needed to have done. When he started doing the task that I used to do, he said, well, I'm using this software, whereas I was using different software. He said, well, I found out I could do B, when I was doing A, I had to go, okay, he's achieving what it is I needed achieved. However, his process is is a slightly different from mine. So the system's the same, developing the course, but the procedures are different. And that's what you need that flexibility for. And you need to be able to step back as the owner or the creator to say, Okay, the, 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 the they're still achieving what it is I need to achieve. It sort of ties into my next question. Really, it's you know you look at you know the differences in, in experience and age as it comes to employees, but there's also cultural differences if you work with mm-hmm. international teams. You know when you when you, when you create systems, is that something you have to keep in mind? How do you how do you tackle that? Yeah. Besides stepping back. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it, documenting as much as possible, everything that needs to be done in terms of procedures. And when I say document, people go, oh, I don't want to write all that stuff down. I mean, nowadays, there is there is cloud storage that's centrally available uh, through whatever, whatever software systems you're using. And so have person number one who's do, following a certain process, have them record, do a screen recording. Another person might do an audio recording. There are so many ways to capture processes, get them in a centralized location. And if somebody else, again, has a different perspective or is located in a different country and has a different way of doing 
the process, but still fits in the system, that's fine. So that's how you can, that's how you can get multiple perspectives um, contributing to your processes within the systems that you've created. When I say systems in business, you know, we're talking and we're talking, you may have a customer system uh, uh, when somebody calls you to do business. What do you do? What's the process for taking the call? Where does that information go? Um, how quickly do you get back to that customer? That's all a system, but a series of processes in that system. Mm -hmm. So how do you, um, when do you know when a system is broken? I mean, how, fa how fast do you learn, you know, um, how do you give it a fair evaluation, so to speak? There is there is a process <laughs> that, that I that we implement in our business called plan do review plan do review and along the way in these mastermind type groups or whatever forum you have for cross department people to get together every so often maybe once a month might be once a quarter uh, go through okay sales. Uh, what's working and what's not working in your area uh, that we need to, that we plan for, you did, and now we're reviewing it. Same thing for all the different departments. Again, I'm talking a larger system, larger business, but even a small business, you hit each individual, what's working, what's not working. And another process is start, stop, and keep. What are the things that we need to start? What are the things we need to stop? What are the things we need to keep? That's again a process for change. Mm -hmm. So I wish we had more time. Know. You know, our time always goes by so fast. Um, so, in closing, what are the top three pieces of advice, takeaways you can give to our viewers or listeners? All right, I'm going to do this like shooting it out. First of <laughs> all, as soon as uh, I'm looking at a couple of notes, but as soon as you start thinking, I want to start a business, also start thinking and journaling. How will it operate? What needs to happen to make it successful? I mean, you're almost, I'm closing my eyes, which isn't good than presenting, but you're almost visualizing how the business will work. So that's the one. As soon as you start thinking business, start thinking systems. Number two, don't try to figure it all out yourself. Uh, look in your own little bubble. Reach out to other business people. They may not even be in the same business, but they may have experiences to tell you, oh, that's not going to work. You need to do something else. And you may not even know what you don't know you need to figure out. And then number three, document, document, document. You know, files can be edited. They can be replaced. Videos can be reshot. Just create your storage structure and capture, capture, capture everything that happens. Those are my three points. Thank you, Sylvia. Very good advice. And then a thing or two we can learn as well here. So um, before we leave, what's the, uh, what's the best way if people want to work with you? How could they get a hold of you? Ooh, well, I mean, of course, I'm going to say I have a learning community in the Ngomu app. You know, that's all about systems. So, so, uh, so of course, people need to get the app. And you didn't pay me to say this and, to join my learning community. But otherwise, you reach me at. Do you want me to actually give an email address? That's really up to you. Okay. Whatever you. Uh, you can actually reach me at Sylvia at this is hard. SylviaHenderson.com. 
Thank you, Sylvia. And you did part of my wrap up here because I was going to direct them to your learning community, Action and Accountability for Startup and Early Stage Entrepreneurs. Check out Sylvia in the Google Indian Gum app on the Google Play Store. So Sylvia, thank you for being here. Appreciate you. And thanks for sharing your information with everyone. Thanks for having me. We'll see you soon. And so if you just joined us, you're listening to the Be More with Ngomu podcast with CEO and co-founder of Mind Team Solutions and Ngomu coach Sylvia Henderson and online business strategist Athene Mastrangelo. So now I'm going to welcome um, Joyce and Athene here, and I'm going to take some things away from the screen as I'm doing this. So I'm going to turn it over to you both. And uh, Athene, thank you for being here. Thanks for having me. I just love Sylvia. I hope that you heard her, uh, uh, what she had to say, Ethne. I so was able me, to hear a piece, yeah. <laughs> great, great. Well, uh, let me begin by giving a brief introduction. So currently headquartered in Miami, online business strategist Ethne Mastrangelo is the Marie Kondo of virtual business systems. Using her structures and procedures, her clients, mostly women online entrepreneurs, are able to gain clarity about their businesses and create extraordinary experiences for their customers. Welcome, Athene. Thank you, Joyce. It's lovely uh, to be here, <laughs> to uh, have made it here. <laughs> yes, yes. I understand that you've been having problems with your internet access, and uh, we're very happy to have you here under the circumstances. So, uh, Talk a little bit about how your work with systems relates to Sylvia's. Yeah, if um, yeah, if I can, because yeah, literally internet went out in the whole neighborhood. When you text me, I ran outside and all the neighbors internet out. It is out. So I'm on cell data. So hopefully the connection stays good. Um, I was able to listen to the last part of Sylvia. So unfortunately I didn't hear the whole thing. Um, a lot of the stuff that I do relates and, and I can totally get what she's talking about, um, about having the systems in place, about documenting your processes. Like I'm, everything is a yes, yes, yes. Um, how she was talking about screen sharing. And that's one of the biggest things when I have, um, when women, when I work with the women that I work with, they're very passionate about their business. They love what they're doing. But when you talk, when you say the word systems or SOPs or processes, they just want to shut the door and, and just run. And I tell them it doesn't have to be that hard. You can start by literally, if, it, if it's your business, you're alone and you're, you're wanting to hire somebody. I recommend just getting something like Loom or Zoom, screen record, and just talk like you would talk to somebody and say, okay, in order for you to create this post, you're going to click on this link, you're going to add this, here's my, and just talk the whole thing through, and that will be process number one. And then you go to process number two, and then eventually, and, and Sylvia mentioned this too, you can have somebody taking that and then documenting that, taking that, transcribing that, and then creating like your official SOPs. Great. Thank you so much. So related to that, tell us how systems helped you in your implementation to create Simply Atenee. Okay. So Simply Atenee is actually a newer brand. Um, I started this company in 2003. Um, back then it was chaos organizing and then it became Action Chaos and now it's Simply Atenee. And the way that it happened was that um, I just got divorced. I had a three-year-old at home and I did not want to leave him at daycare the whole day, every single day. So I literally went to, I think it was Barnes and Noble at the time. 
And I got a book that was like 101 ideas of businesses you can start at home. Like literally, I wish, I wish I (laughs) still had that book and I wish I had, or I can't even find it online. That's how long ago that book was. So I'm going through the book and I see professional organizing. I'm like, what's that? That back then nobody knew what professional organizing was. And I'm like looking and it's like helping people get organized, helping with files. I'm like, oh my God. And I'm listening. And I'm like thinking, I'm like, that's what I've been doing for the past 15 years. I was in office management, helping businesses get organized, set up their systems, help them with their staff and all. I'm like, oh, I can do this from home. And back then it wasn't as it is now. Back then is you work from home, but you go to the client's office, you help them physically, right? So I've been doing that. And then slowly all this technology came out, all these apps came out, the online stuff came out. Now, what I went to college for is information technology. So basically my two things got married and had a baby. So it was perfect for me. (laughs) And that's how I... And yeah, that's how I transformed my like business office filing systems. I used to do like email management, productivity, time management, and slowly converted that to the digital part with the apps. And now I, in the last couple of years, I really started digging in like what I really love doing. And I'm really passionate about helping women in their online business. And so I took all of that and that's where I am today. So uh, what you're saying is that as you help your clients go virtual, and I understand that's a big part of what you do, uh, that systems play a big, a big role in helping you to move your clients online. Yes, totally. Now, um, if you ask me this question, what I was doing, yes, pre-pandemic, my business was helping mostly women get online. Pandemic happened everybody's online. So a lot of people back then, when I would say I can help your business go online, I would get that, oh, I can't, not my business, or I couldn't do that. We need an office. So now this happened and everybody sees now that mostly everybody can be online, not everybody, obviously. And so now my business has changed a little bit because a lot of people are online already. Now my focus is really, okay, looking at your online business or maybe looking at the physical stuff and adding it on, but making sure that you have your business set, your system set set up in your business so that you can manage it smoothly because systems are needed in brick and mortar and they're needed in online space. But in the online space, I say even more so because you're not in the same space together. You don't have the same stuff together. You don't don't have access to everybody and everything. So you want to have systems in place that you, your team, um, your clients has access to your information, has access to each other, um, has access to your projects and all of that. So that's basically my biggest focus right now and why systems are so important. It sounds to me like you're also helping people to reduce their stress a lot by having these systems. Would you? Totally. Yeah. 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 Yeah, A lot of people think systems and they get overwhelmed and they're like, oh, I'm not ready for that. You know, when I make more money or when I hire the big team, no system starts from day one. And if you start Mm. from day one, simple, it reduces stress. You can start creating like little things that you can start automating. You can start documenting stuff. So when you grow, you're growing with your systems and then eventually you can hire a team and it will be much easier than waiting and having all this stress build up and then having to do it all. Right, right. And we just need to overcome the fact that 
system, the word systems makes people either cringe or their eyes glaze over, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I understand that you plan to launch a new program in a couple of weeks to help your clients have a fantastic 2022. Would you like to tell us a little bit about that program and how systems will support your clients in their intentions as part of that program? I love that. Um, yes. So I normally work one-on-one -on -one with clients or I do training. So last month I started this group experience. So in the group experience, it's kind of one-on-one, -on -one, but in, then in a group. So you have the whole group masterminding and helping each other. And last month I did client experience, helping them with the onboarding and offboarding of their clients. And um, in the next, I think it's in the next 10 days, I'm going to be focusing on you and your goals for 2022. So I'm going to help you get super laser focused, not having a list of 15 goals, having like one big goal that you want to accomplish in the year, and then helping you set up the success systems and the methods. I'll help you. There's many tools that you can use, right? One person may like Asana to manage your projects, another one Trello, or you have ClickUp or Monday. There's so many, and they're all great, and they all have weak spots. What really matters is that you have the systems and the methodology on how you set that up and how you stay focused and how you keep yourself prioritized. And that's really what we're going to be focusing on in the program. That sounds like a great program. Uh, what, what advice do you have for our listeners who want to be more? <sighs> Where do I start? We don't have <laughs> enough time. No, um, to give like a... The biggest thing I can say is focus is so important and focus is what a lot of us lack. And why do we lack focus? It could be stress. It could be lack of sleep. It could be lack of exercise, diet. It could be all of that, right? But the biggest thing with lack of focus, especially if you're in the online space, is the disruptions, is the shiny objects, is the, oh, but I want to start this program and that program. I want to do this and that. And so when you're all over the place, you're not refocused. So when you really ask like the most successful entrepreneurs out there and when you look at what they did, they literally knew one thing they wanted. That's what they focused on. And that's they literally did this. And that's what they did. And I think that's the biggest thing is really getting to know yourself like, OK, what do I want? And it could be 15 things and you might not be sure if that's the thing. But grab that one, focus on that one, create your steps to focus on, have maybe an accountability partner or somebody, you know, it could be a friend, it could be a colleague, it could be a coach to help make sure that you stay focused on that one thing to get it done. Great. So how may people reach you? Sure. They can find me basically almost anywhere online as Simply Atene. <laughs> so it's Simply Atene. That's A-T-H-E-N-E-E. -E. I'm going to have to find an easier name for myself because it's so hard to spell. <laughs> yes, the H is silent, right? Yes. Right, right. Yeah. Right. So thank you so much. It's simplyatene.com. Yes. And it's A-T-H-E-N-E-E -E -E for those of you who are listening and not seeing it online. Yes. The, the word simply is S-I-M-P-L-E-Y, P-L-Y, the same way you would think that it would be spelled. So simply Atene.com. Atene, thank you so much. We sincerely appreciate your participation in our podcast. We're thank very you. grateful that 
that you were willing to come and contribute and that you actually made it. <laughs> yeah, don't ask how. <laughs> so thank you so much. Thank you for having me. Thank you. Bye. Bye. That was a great conversation, Joyce. Um, so kind of circling back as we do at the end, as you were um, listening to Sylvia earlier, what were your takeaways from that conversation? As usual, there were a lot of things that I heard that I wanted want to share. But for me, I think three stand out. One is the distinction between processes and systems, which I frankly had not thought of before. Uh, the second thing is to, when you're beginning a business and you want to create a system, write down the questions, the questions, not the steps, but the questions and let them guide you to the actions that you need to take and, and therefore the systems. And then finally, number three is to, and this I tell employers all the time, listen to your frontline employees. They are the ones who have the best ideas. But then uh, Sylvia took that a step further when she told the story of the young man who had a different system or a different solution than she had in mind. So while we're listening, we also need to make sure that we're open to hearing solutions that we've never heard before and to embracing those that we don't know everything that there is to know about everything. And I just Thank thought you. that was so valuable. So I really appreciate you and Sylvia for having exposed this really fascinating information. And Sylvia brought something up that's always hard to do when you are in a leadership position of business as you're starting to grow that baby, so to speak, whereas your baby starts to grow and letting go. <laughs> it's always a challenge. Um, so no, but it was it was a good conversation. I appreciate Sylvia as well. So. And Al, uh, <laughs> it's your turn. Give us three takeaways from my conversation with Adne. Uh, so the first thing that's, that struck me as, as she was sharing was that, you know, uh, as some of the clients come to her, as she brings up the word systems, that they all get a little scared, you know, run away. I'd like to run away, but that it's really not that hard, that you can really start it, you know, very simply by going step by steps and then and then as you go through the process start recording it but it's not it shouldn't be a stumbling block it's not scary um it's almost like a natural thing you can do as part of that but this, the second part and follow-up to that was that systems start from day one and it's also something that sylvia brought up you know it reduces your stress and the beautiful line, and I hope I remember it right, is, you know, as you grow, the systems grow with you, or you grow with your systems. This was one way or the other. Um, Anthony had shared it. So that's, that's, that's a great thing as well. And then, you know, that focus really is important because the lack of focus really creates this disruption, uh, disruption, sorry, and you have to move that disruption, you know, know what you want, know what your goal is. And then you can create the steps and the systems really to go there to get that. So, and I, I understand that whole squirrel thing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we both do, don't we? <laughs> Correct. So, um, so we thank you for your conversation with Anthony as well. So, but at the end of our show, because um, it always goes so fast, 
we would like to recognize an individual who made a positive difference in the lives of many. And Joyce, you have a very special person you'd like to recognize today in honor of National Native American Heritage Month. Yes, our honoree today is U.S. Secretary of the Interior, Deb Haaland. As a 35th generation New Mexican and a member of the Pueblo of Laguna Nation, Haaland made history when she became the first Native American to serve as a cabinet secretary. Long before that, as a single mother relying on food stamps, Secretary Haaland volunteered at her child's preschool to afford that early childhood education. And she struggled to put herself through college. At the age of 28, she enrolled at the University of New Mexico, where she earned a bachelor's degree and later her JD. Besides serving as a tribal administrator, Secretary Haaland ran her own small business and became the first woman elected to her nation's corporate board of directors. We are pleased to honor Secretary Holland, who, through her career in public service, has broken barriers and opened doors of opportunity for future generations. If you would like us to know about someone making a positive difference in your community, please drop us a note to news at ingomu.com. Thank you, Joyce. That was a great recognition. And that brings us again to the end of our podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. I'd like to thank our guest CEO and co-founder of the Mind Team Solutions and Ingomo coach, Sylvia Henderson, and online business strategist, Atene Mastrangelo. And my co-host is always, Joyce Joya, for being here today. Thank you for listening. And we will see you next on November 17th at 4 p.m. Eastern time for our next show about the body and food relationships. And don't forget, Download the Ngomu app on the Google Play Store now. So let's go make a positive difference in the world and... And be more.